All right, so this is like a tester episode, but it's actually like legit. I'm trying out um, my visual plus audio because my mic, I forgot my little Mac connector. Um, anyways, I'm going for it because that's what I do. I just go for it. Um, so today I wanted to talk about um, going back to the basics. So lately I've just been feeling a lot of... Um, like feeling stale, um, not motivated, um, not excited about my daily works and all that stuff. So I'm just going to be real. Um, sorry, these are blue light blockers. Totally trying them because shout out, someone told me to. Um, so I was led to page 78 of my Bible, which ended up being um, the Ten Commandments. And what stood out to me was in verse, let's see, 24 at the end, it says, In every place where I cause my name to be remembered, I will come to you and bless you. What does this mean? So this is right after God gave us the Ten Commandments for the first time, which just gave us, as my friend Megan so lovely explained, which I learned too, is that when people didn't know what the law was before, this set out the law so people knew what they were breaking. And then going on to this verse, the Lord literally says, um, if my name is remembered, I will come to you and bless you. So here's what I'm going to say. Remember who God is. Um, I This is a reminder that I also need right now because I think that when you get in that, that little just framework of feeling stale, feeling out of whack, you're, nothing's really exciting, nothing's really causing your attention to like, or like, let's just be real. Like the, things just feel kind of lame and just not fun and you're just kind of going through the motions. I just want to help you remember, um, as well as myself, is just remembering like, what commitments do you have? Why did you do that commitment? Where does that motivation come from? Etc. 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 I think the whole point is that like God delights in who you are, and that in that basicness of just God promising that He is faithful, that He loves you, that He wants the best for you, that He wants to see. Um, wants to see you thrive in this life. He wants to give you the desires of your heart. Those are kind of the fluffy verses, but that we will come under persecution. We will be met with um, an adversary of some sort um, throughout our life. So I just want to encourage you that even though these things are going to happen, like we're not promised like a, a fluffy life, that just stay faithful and remember who God is because God just wants you to remember him. Um, we've talked about idolatry before. And not on this podcast, but just in general, like I idolatry. What is idolatry? Idolatry is when you put anything on that throne that God sits. Um, a really good thing I heard that was explained to me was for dating, and it was um, God is not a good second option. He is only your first option. And that was something that completely renewed my posture of why I was dating. Um, and that was when I took a step back and I was like, this is, I'm dating for the wrong reasons. I'm dating to feel good. I'm dating for someone to give me attention. And um, that was stuff that you don't really think about when you're dating. Like, um, Either way, so that was when I got on a focus on Ellie path because God was my only first option and he was my only hope. He is my redeemer um, and God is worthy. So, and um, I'm going to bring it back to just like how I felt pre, like pre really just in love with 
God. And I was, I loved God. I loved being a Christian, um, but I wasn't doing all the right things. And when I say the right things, like I knew what was wrong and I still continued to do them because I truly felt that the second I gave up that stuff, my life was going to be lame and I was going to be stuck in church and I was going to be doing these things that I didn't want to do and that they were really boring. I would meet people that were really boring and um, I genuinely believed that and I felt that for a couple years and it wasn't until um, I sat down and I remembered who God was and I was like, holy, hold on a second. There's this lie that I have believing that says, and this is the lie, mind you, that if I follow God, my life is going to suck. And let me tell you, that is a lie. Because if that is the, that is the biggest lie that I think the enemy could tell people is that like, oh, why would you follow God? He sounds boring. He sounds lame. I just want to bring it back for a second. Okay. If you look at every single person you have ever met, and they're all different. They're all awesome. They're all, they're funny. They're adventurous. They're serious. They're disciplined. They're hardworking. They're loving. Like all these people that have all these different strengths. And then you bring it back to Genesis, right? And let me, let me just tell you, it goes from God creating the universe to God creating man. And God creating man was the only thing that, and when he created the he created man and then he created a helper for the man. And he said that that was very good. That is one of the only things that, that was the only thing that God said, this is very good. <laughs> I like it a lot. I don't just like it. I like it a lot. Sorry. Um, who's in my train of thought? If God goes from creating the universe to creating man in his image, fast forward, you know all these people and we're all created in man's image. That means that God is the funniest guy. God is the, the strongest person. He is the most disciplined. He is the most loving. He is the most carefree. He is, if God, if we are made in God's image, that means that God is not a boring God. Why would he give you taste buds if he was a boring God? Why would he put exciting things like, what was it, in Ecclesiastes? Ugh, I gotta find it. But it's, I'm referencing the part in the Bible, Old Testament too, where I think it was Solomon. He said, eat, drink, be merry, or oh, I'm going to have to drop that Bible verse because now I don't want to misspeak. You know what? While I'm going on a rant, this is also what I'm going to say, okay? <laughs> I guarantee you that I will come back to these podcasts or whatever, these videos, and I will cringe so hard. I guarantee you there's going to be things that I correct that I have said. I guarantee you that I am not getting this 100% right. However, this is what I'm going to say. If you feel called to do something, just do it because God's grace is sufficient. God knows where you're at, okay? So if you were here and God's like, oh, this person's really excited to be in church. I'm excited they're finally using their gifts to speak. I'm excited that they're getting a community and you're still messing up. Like, what do you, okay, what do you do when a two-year-old is trying to spell and they throw a random letter in there that doesn't make sense? You don't say like, no, what she, like, you say, oh, like, nice try, but that's not right. And then you just help them progress. And if God is a heavenly father, that means that that is the same thing. When you mess up, when you're trying to do the right thing, God's grace is sufficient for that. And I just wanted to say that because I felt that way for the longest time that in order for me to start something for the kingdom of God or for me to be worthy, period. First truth, 
I will never be worthy of God's grace. It is because God loved me that he sent his son to die for me. That is why I have been made worthy. It's because I have been, by faith, I have been made righteous through Jesus' death. Okay, because when Jesus died, we t Jesus took on all of our sin. Meaning there was an exchange. Meaning, let's say you have your college debt, right? You did all these things. That would be like your parent coming in and saying, hey, I don't want you to have to pay this. So transferring all that debt onto them and saying, like, I did this because I love you. All of that weight is gone. All that stress is gone. Everything you would have had to do. So like back then, every sacrifice of an animal you would have had to do to make yourself right with God, you no longer have to do because Jesus did that. The curtain was tore from the top down. Okay? So... I could keep ranting. Let me think. What do I else? What else do I want to rant about, guys? Um, I think that was just the biggest reminder I needed because um, at one of our church functions, we were talking about um, in this class, right? We're talking about living out our identity um, and who defines us. Only God defines us, right? And that's not. I think when I first started listening to the nudge. Of, I just want to try, okay, I don't go to church. I want to try and find a church. Um, now I'm in church, and this is all new. I'm feeling very attacked. I'm feeling very convicted. I'm feeling very guilty for all these things. Now I feel shame, and now I feel like I want to hide. And then all these things were, when you confess to God, the reason why Jesus died was that that slate is made clean, and God's now like, okay, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> I got you. You're here. Now just walk with me. He's not telling you to sprint. He's not telling you to go to battle. He's just saying, hey, look at me. Walk with me. And that is when the Holy Spirit takes over, right? And so you look in your book. You look in your Bible. Best book ever. Basic instructions before leaving earth. <laughs> when you look in your Bible and you're reading it, right? And all these, this verse pops out to you. It doesn't just pop out to you. I have to have the same, I don't have it on me right now. I have the same purple Bible that my mom got me when I was, it was 2009. Okay, so that would have been when I was math. <laughs> Five plus 14. Okay, that would have been when I was 14. That means when I was 14, I've had this Bible, and I've been underlining it ever since. And it's really weird because I'll see these Bible verses where I underlined something, and I was like, well, must have meant something to me. And then I find something else in the same verse, and I'm like, wow, let me tell you, that's the Holy Spirit, okay? So if you want to follow Christ, you need to get baptized. Sorry, I had I chugged coffee, so now it's all, yeah. Um, if you want to follow Christ... Understand that he's not telling you to approach him perfectly. <laughs> Second thing, when you feel like you know what your mission is or you're feeling called to try something new or start something new, God, who lives outside the realm of time, who God, there's no time to God, okay? And that means that this opportunity, that if you feel like that's what you're supposed to do, you feel pulled towards that, understand that God did not factor in anything else because he knew dropping this in your life at that time was perfect for you because he's not looking at everything from here to here. He's looking at everything from X, Y, and Z, right? That was a graph reference, X, Y, Z. Okay, sorry. Um, I'm really surprised I just remembered that. Anyways, 
I'm trying to, I guess, just bring it back. And this isn't specific for anyone of any age, any gender. This is just kind of an observation. Because um, I feel like with this like dullness I've been feeling, God's been pulling me back. And God's just saying, remember who I am. Remember who I am. It doesn't always have to be exciting. It doesn't think about it. If every day was your most exciting day and your most life-changing day, you know how often your life would change in a week? There is no stability in that. Which, if that's your thing, whatever. I'm losing the point. My point is, one, you don't have to be perfect to approach God. Um, if that was the case, nobody, this building would be empty. Um, I'm in a church. I'm waiting for you to start. Um, second, remember who God is. Um, when you're feeling some sort of way, if you feel like you don't want to read your Bible, you feel like you don't want to listen to worship music, you haven't been to church in a while, you're just starting this thing out, you don't know what it's all about, um, and you don't even know the God who you're trying to remember is, you have an identity, so maybe try to figure out who God is. Look up his characteristics, and that could be a Google. That could just be like, true. what are the Bible? What does the Bible say about God? And then you have to remember that all of those things, God is all of them at once. He is not angry, and then he is loving, and then he is just, and then he is this. He is all of those things at once. Um, third, I just want to say that um, there's you're never going to reach a spot where you feel like you are sin-free. You feel like you've conquered this thing that you were bad at, that you've done messing up. You are never, ever going to feel that. You just get you get more aware of what I want to say. Um, and Stevick Furtick, Stevick, bleh. I had read a book um, by Stephen Furtick, Elevation Church pastor. And um, it was um, it was a book, plug the book, Ellie, what's it called again? It'll be in the details when I remember. Um, but essentially, the whole book is him not being worthy, unqualified, unqualified qualified um he he's talking about the fact that like when you mess up and you feel like you're spiraling right in the drain you're not just spiraling anymore you're seeing things you're at the spiral actually gets higher so you're not getting farther out you're just seeing things from a different perspective so instead of you going like this the whole time you're going out right like you're just seeing things from a different perspective um and it's just like my closing statement. So weird seeing this on my hand, guys. I'm engaged. Um, I just like, I look at the Bible and it's a very threatening looking Bible. You look at all of this, the page is, you can see through it essentially. Um, and I just remember when I first started, I was, I was overwhelmed. Um, it seems very intimidating that our God who created all of this, how could everything he wanted to say in this book? And the best way I've put this is that this is not a book, this is a library, okay? Which is true, because all these would have been a scroll written by a different person at a different time. Um, so if you approach it like this, like this is God's library, this is his Bible, this is all of the different, if God wanted to put everything he wanted to say, he would have done it in one sitting. No, that just goes to show that him using different people from different periods of life and different time periods, right? It shows that God's work is not complete <laughs> by what we think is a matter of our lifetime. Um, there's a bigger picture. So how do I start reading the Bible? Look up plans. If you're a Googler, 
Google what plan to look up to read the Bible, okay? Um, if you want to look up personality, just look up personality. But my one request and advice for you is to get yourself a physical copy of this book. Um, I still, like I said, the purple one, I, my fiance, fiance, <laughs> he got me this book when I was... Um, looking for a travel size Bible. But I still use a purple Bible that my mom got me. That's the one I bring everywhere. It's written up. It still has quizzes from like the 2000s of like, what kind of personality you are and all of that stuff. And I love it. It's the book that, it's the Bible that it's, it just feels, it feels like my Bible. It feels like I'm connected to it. And um, I don't know, guys, I feel like that was kind of a rant. However, if you were able to follow that, I just want to give you one final takeaway. Remember who God remember who God is. And for me, that's going to be, which I'm going to do after this, because I feel like this is what I need to do. It's writing down a list of remembering what God has done in my life, right? So, um, like whether that's like a story of redemption of like where God's brought you from um addictions you've kicked um people that you distance yourself from um like habits you kicked right like did I say that addiction but habits habits are hard okay addictions hard but habits things that you just naturally do also hard so just writing down like like things that you know that were not good for you and then just creating a list of what God, like what was God's place in that? Because I guarantee he was there. You don't know if it's from God. Does it speak life or does it speak death? Easy. So anyways, thanks for watching me rant and use my hands in all different kind of ways. Um, this is kind of fun. I kind of like it. Um, Either way, I hope you have an incredible day. Um, just keep just keep working on yourself. Don't get overwhelmed and just take it day by day, guys. And I will talk to you later. Deuces.